your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, October 12, 2021. Your boy Q here, ready to start to turn the page. And usually when I start to turn the page, I talk about another team, the next team up on the schedule for the Raiders. But this time, talking about turning the page on a chapter in Raiders history, and that is the chapter of John Gruden. Head coach John Gruden, no longer the head coach of the Silver and Black. And this show, today's episode, will be all about the resignation of John Gruden. Uh, before we get into today's show, I do want to thank you for making the Locked On Raiders podcast your first listen each and every day. And remember, you can find the podcast free and available on all platforms. Of course, we're going to cover this subject like a glove. I also want to tell you that uh, today's episode is being brought to you by rockauto.com. They got a great selection, great low prices, all the parts your car is ever going to need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that the Locked On Raiders podcast sent you. So, as we got started, talked about John Gruden resigning, and of course, that's going to be the whole heart of this podcast on today's show. Segment number three, we're going to stick with the same format. We're going to have your calls and texts. How do you feel about the situation? It is all about John Gruden. Again, all the conversation on today's show is about the resignation of the former head coach of the Raiders, who had reportedly a 10-year contract and, well, didn't make it through a four, full four seasons because of this resignation as of Monday night happened during Monday night football. So segment number three, your thoughts, your calls and texts throughout that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. Segment number two, just going to talk about the whole situation in general, what it means, uh, how I'm feeling about it today as a guy who covers the Raiders, as a guy who's a lifelong Raider fan, as a guy who's always supported John Gruden. Has he been, you know, perfect? No. Have we been critical of him at times? Sure. But I still, in general, believe John Gruden always had the best interests of the Raiders. And, well, here we go. Here we are today. You can never put too much confidence and too much faith into any one person because you never know what's going on uh, behind the scenes. So uh, we'll talk about that in segment number two. Segment number one, just news of the notes of the day. And, again, it is all about John Gruden. It's not about injuries. It's not about uh, the team being on a two-game losing streak. It's not talking about the Denver Broncos. It is all John Gruden, John Gruden, and some more John Gruden. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So everything that started to shake out on Friday when the news reported about Demora Smith, about what John Gruden had said in an email to Bruce Allen, who was formerly a member of the Washington football team. And by the way, I mentioned the Washington football team on Monday's show. I said the Washington Redskins because at that time, that's who they were. And apparently that was offensive. So I apologize for that. The Washington football team. But that was what their name was when this email was sent to then uh, president of the team, Bruce Allen, who clearly is not there anymore. But uh, he had wrote the, the remark about uh, Demora Smith and uh, his lips and being Michelin-sized tires lips. And, of course, that, is a, that was a, a negative. That was a very bad look. That was something that on Friday I thought, okay, you know what? If this is a one-off thing and it was so many years ago, maybe it's something that he could survive. Even after Sunday's game and the way that they looked, and I said it looked like and it felt like being at the stadium, it felt like that week three in Washington in 2017 still thought there was a chance that he could survive it if – that was a one-off type situation. Well, lo and behold, on Monday afternoon, I was at 
the Oyo Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. I was uh, representing Raider Nation Radio 920, hanging out for Monday Night Football. And uh, this is when news from the New York Times starts rolling out that NFL coach John Gruden used homophobic language for years. A review of his email show, he denounced the emergence of women referees, the drafting of a gay player, and the tolerance of protests during the national anthem. And I immediately tweeted out and said, if this is true, because I hadn't seen any kind of emails, I hadn't read anything, I just saw that. I said, if this is true, this only can end one way. And obviously that one way I meant was being fired. Well, lo and behold, it was able to end a couple of ways because he ended up resigning. So I was wrong on that case. It was a couple of different ways it could result, but either way he wasn't going to have his job. And so uh, then a little while later, Mikey, the barber out of Sacramento called me and said, Hey man, is this true that John Gruden's resigning? And I said, well, I don't know. I heard that Mark Davis and him were about to talk, but I don't really know. And this, this article from the New York times that came out uh, suggests that, you know, he's going to be out of there if it's in fact true. And he said, no, what I'm seeing is that it's, that it's done and he's resigning. And that's when I looked up and Adam Schefter delivered the news on the, on Monday night football that he indeed was resigning. Then the New York Times went into pretty good details. They put out an article uh, very detailed about the emails and uh, word for word exactly. A matter of fact, on about four or five, maybe even six of them, uh, what was said, and they weren't pretty at all. Talked about Michael Sam, talked about the fact that he was drafted by Jeff Fisher and the Rams and that uh, that uh, Roger Goodell actually put pressure on Jeff Fisher but uh, called him many different words and uh, started talking about the concussions, talked about Eric Reed, a guy who, uh, who who demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem how he should be fired. Uh, again, used homophobic slurs. I mean, just a whole lot of things that he definitely should not have been saying. He was talking about then-President Obama, talked about then-Vice President Joe Biden, uh, just all kind of different things. And that goes on top of what he said about Demora Smith. Just a whole lot of bad you know, and so as I'm reading that, uh, there's just no way that anything was uh, there was no way he was going to be able to survive that. Uh, if he hadn't resigned, he was definitely going to get fired. There was absolutely no doubt about it. But uh, he did release a statement. The Raiders released Coach Gruden's statement that I resigned as head coach of the Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. That's questionable. That's questionable after all he said. But I'll tell you this, in the emails that he wrote, I'm sure he probably didn't think he was being offensive. He probably thought it was no big deal because that's why he did it. And that's why he did it multiple times. And, you know, even though he sat there and said that there was nothing else in any of those emails, at least that's what he said to us in the media, there was nothing else in those uh, emails that he was concerned about. There is obviously a whole lot. Then Mark Davis, a statement from him came out a little bit later. I have accepted John Gruden's resignation as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And then the Raiders turned around immediately and named uh, Rich Basaccia, the interim head coach. He's a special teams coach, but he's also, before that, the assistant head football coach. So that is the exact reason why he was named. I know a lot of people have questioned that, but the Raiders put out a statement saying Rich Basaccia will serve as interim head coach of the Raiders, effective immediately. Coach Basaccia will meet with the media at regularly scheduled media availability on Wednesday because the players are actually off today. So uh, that's going to be one hell of a media session, I'm sure. I don't know exactly how it's all going to shake out and how many different questions are going to come from how many different angles, but I'll tell you what, man, that is going to be one hell of a media session, uh, depending on what time it is. I'm hoping that it's at 1215, but if it's at 1, I won't be able to be in attendance because my radio show starts at 2, but please believe uh, we'll have it well documented. Then later on Monday night, I saw a tweet from Josina Anderson, who used to work for ESPN. She does a great job covering NFL like a glove. She said, uh, she put out this tweet saying, one Raiders player said to me tonight, when we met today, we were moving on to the next game, Denver. This news now is just shocking. At the same time, he told us he said a lot. 
On one hand, I knew it was some foul stuff. On the other hand, we know the man we work with every single day. So uh, right there, even though he told us in the media that he didn't remember the uh, the email that he sent about Demora Smith, and he knew that there was nothing else there that he was going to talk about or that uh, you know that needed to be talked about or addressed. He uh, told the players. So, I mean, I respect that he at least told the players the truth. Uh, he lied to the media, which is fine. I mean, whatever. If you want to lie to us, that's cool. It doesn't matter. It, it all rolls out at some point. The players uh, knew what was going on. Uh, they sounded pretty confident that they had his back on Sunday when, uh, when we talked to him following the game. But here we are. Lo and behold, Rich Basaccia is now the head coach of the Raiders, and John Gruden is out after all those emails surfaced. And, boy, that happened fast, right? You want to talk about a snowball effect. This stuff hit on Friday, and boom, he's done by Monday. That did not take very long at all. So what's next? You know, where, what direction do the Raiders go here? Now, there's plenty of time to talk about the Broncos. There's t- plenty of time to talk about the rest of the season. They still have 12 games. They're 3-2. and two. They're right in the thick of things. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of football to be had. Who knows how the players are going to react without Coach Gruden around? Maybe they rally around Rich Basaccia. Maybe they don't. Who knows? But we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But I think because uh, this is what we get into it for, at least what I got into it for, was for Raider Nation. I think Raider Nation is, is first and foremost – uh, Raider Nation has been the the loyal ones. Raider Nation has been there from day one, no matter who the coach was, who the quarterback was, who the players were. Raider Nation has been there through thick and thin. And so I think this is really uh, about Raider Nation. So I just want to kind of talk about this whole scenario, how it shook out and what it means to me. So that's going to come up in segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. And following that, of course, we'll do calls and text straight off the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line and hear from you. See how you're feeling about this situation with John Gruden, former head coach, John Gruden. We'll get into all that after I tell you about betonline.ag. It is football season, pro, college football. All eyes are on it. And of course, betonline.ag is your number one spot for all pro and college football action all season long. They got the updated site, the interface. They got more odds, props, and contests. They are your number one source. Head to the website right now on your mobile device or your laptop. Sign up today and you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus. The only way to get that is you got to use the promo code Locked on. That's right. Promo code locked on. Whatever you deposit, you'll get that on top of that. But you got to use that promo code locked on. And they got more than football. They got baseball, basketball, boxing, UFC. Hockey's right around the corner. Everything is going on right now. And betonline.ag has got you covered. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. And they're your online sportsbook experts. Segment number two, it's on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to talk about the impact of this on Raider Nation, a fan base that has just been beat up for so long. John Gruden was hired by Mark Davis uh, four seasons ago. Well, he's in his fourth season right now, was in his fourth season, uh, to stabilize the organization, not have such a rotating door at the head coaching position, give Derek Carr the same kind of playbook for years, have some consistency, you know, be able to build that and and continuity and not, uh, again, not have so much dysfunction. And it looked like, for the most part, that it was at least becoming a a functioning franchise. It looked like it was becoming a franchise that had continuity, uh, that for the most part had the same coaches. Of course, Paul Gunther was replaced and Gus Bradley was brought in. But I'll tell you right now, what I've seen from Gus Bradley in the last, you know, five games, I thought, man, this is going to be a great hire. This dude's going to be around for some years. uh, And this team is going to get going in the right direction. If they can ever figure out how to get that offense cooking again, and that offensive line cooking again, then they'll be good. But I'll tell you, man, just hearing this news from Coach Gruden about Coach Gruden is so disappointing. And I'm sure you could probably hear it in my voice on Monday's show. Uh, I was just mentally exhausted 
from what was going on over the weekend and then seeing that kind of a display that happened on the field on Sunday and knowing damn well that the team wasn't focused, knowing that they looked like their minds were somewhere else. And after seeing all the news on Monday, all the different emails and reading it for myself firsthand, and again, if you want to go read it firsthand and see exactly what was said, go look at the New York Times. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to repeat it here on this show for multiple reasons, but uh, I like to keep this show clean. And so these emails were not clean. What he said about Roger Goodell was not clean. Uh, what he said about a lot of people was not clean. So I'm not going to repeat it. But I'll say this, man. I feel so bad for Raider Nation. I really do. And look, I, I've said it multiple times that I've been covering the team like a glove. Obviously, when I was in Central Texas, covered them uh, as well as I could. But now that I'm here, I'm really up close to personal and I'm covering them like a glove. And that's not going to put blinders on. I'm not going to ever have blinders on. I'm going to call something out. If it's not cool, it's not cool. If it is cool, I'll say it is cool. But, uh, you know, the same, the same way that I got here is the same way that I'm going to stay here, remain here. And if someone chooses to say, hey, this is not what we like, this is not what we wanted to sign up for, then that's the decision that they make. But I'll just call it what it is. And, and again, I got into this. For some that don't know my backstory, I got into this because many years ago, I felt like the Raiders were not covered as well enough. They, they weren't covered the way they should be. And uh, even the team that was winning wasn't covered the way that they should be. They were the last team that was talked about, in my opinion. So I always said if I had an opportunity to make a difference, I would try. So lo and behold, the Black Hole Banter podcast came about, which turned into the Locked On Raiders podcast and then turned into, you know, Silver and Black Today with Scott Goldbranson, which turned into Raider Nation Radio 920 and Lotus Broadcast in Las Vegas. And, you know, again, but it's not about me. It's about Raider Nation and, uh, you know, having this beautiful home in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, you know, finally having a great building to call their own. That was exciting, you know, to be able to have the, the Raider fans pack out the building and, and uh, you know, enjoy that and, and come to Las Vegas and hang out and then go see their favorite football team play. That was awesome. I thought, hey, man, this this organization is really headed in the right direction. And Coach Gruden is part of it. You know, he's part of the, the process. And I know everything he did was not correct as far as uh, you know just his play calling his personnel decisions I get it everything was not perfect no coach is but again it was stable and it, and it felt to me at least like it was trending in the right direction and all they had to do was figure out how to get this little woes that they're having offensively especially early on in the game and, and with the offensive line get those things figured out and man you're on to something right especially sitting in second place right now in the AFC West yeah that's a great opportunity and now all of a sudden this happens. And now the league is looking at the Raiders like, like it's their fault. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's who's getting drugged through the mud is the team and then the fan base. The fan base is feeling like, man, here we go again. You know, right when we start to have something nice, all of a sudden it, this, this blows up in our face. So I know exactly how you're feeling, Raider Nation. And that's why I want to talk about you because you deserve better. You deserve way better than that. And I know that probably sounds like a commercial line, but it's the truth. You deserve what's best. You have been faithfully following the team, cutting for the team every single Thursday, every single Monday, every single Sunday, whatever day of the week that Raiders are playing, you've been representing. You're the one that goes to opposing uh, stadiums and represents for the team. And you're the one who makes you know the Chargers embarrassed when they're playing at home and they're playing the Raiders because you show up and you show out and you fight for the team sometimes more than the team fights for them. And then all of a sudden to have this five games into the 2021 season blow up in your face because ultimately that's what happens. John Gruden's going to be fine. This is a black eye. It's not good look, but he's made a whole lot of money. He's going to be fine. He's going to at some point just kind of disappear into the background. You'll never hear from him again, but wherever he's at, he'll be fine. Whereas now you've got to deal with, well, what comes next? 
What's the ramifications? How many players stick around? How many coaches stick around? Is it a rebuild again? Is it a tear down a rebuild? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is not fair to you. I talked about it on Raider Nation Radio 920 on, on Monday before this even happened, before he even resigned, and I talked about our friends that came in from Texas and they went to their very first Raider game, and the first thing I did when I saw them following the game was apologize for what they saw on the field because that's not what they should have seen for their first Raider game. And, you know, Raider Nation, you deserve better than what was shown on Sunday. Well, you sure as hell deserve better than this. So it's very disappointing in, uh, you know, head coach John Gruden that this has come to the surface. And I get it. He's not going to stand out there in front of the media and say, oh, yeah, I got a whole lot of more bad stuff that's coming. I get it. I get it. So I'm not surprised that he denied it and said that there was nothing uh, coming about. But that's why he told the team. So I'm sure he prepared the team saying there's a good chance that I'm out of here. I mean, it makes Sunday make all that much more sense. When I say that the players were, were around that field and they weren't looking like they were, uh, they were focused and their minds were there, that's why. I'm sure when he told them everything that was going on, and again, as Josina Anderson reported, she said, one Raiders player said to me tonight, when we met today, we were moving on to the next game, Denver. This news now is just shocking. At the same time, he told us he said a lot. On one hand, I knew it was some foul stuff. On the other hand, we know the man we work with every day. That lets it be known that he told them a lot of the things that are in that article that I refuse to read uh, here on the podcast. So I'm sure he probably said, you know, guys, this might end bad for me. This probably will end bad for me if this all comes out and rolls out. And well, ultimately it did. And that also probably plays into a lot of the decision-making that he did on Sunday because it looked like that he wasn't focused. Nobody was focused on Sunday. That was a complete, and again, people hit me up on Monday on Twitter and was like, oh, you're crazy. It is not the same thing as, as week three in, in 2017. Uh, it was just a really good Bears defense. No, there was a lack of focus. There was a la- lack of concentration, attention to detail on Sunday. And now with everything that happened on Monday, it all makes sense. But Does that make sense for everyone who spent money hopping on a plane headed to Allegiant Stadium? Does that make sense for everyone who who bought a hotel room to go to Allegiant Stadium? Does that make sense for everyone who came out to the Rockstar and spent money at the bar and, and hung out, excited to see their favorite team play? Did that make sense for anybody like that? No. Again, Raider Nation, again, takes it on the chin, takes another L, and that's not fair. It is just not fair. And I know I'm just preaching to the choir. I know that the Raiders aren't going to, all of a sudden become a good team because, well, Raider Nation hasn't been treated right over the last 20 years or however long it's been. I get that. But, man, at some point, someone's got to step up and represent for Raider Nation. What I said on the radio on Monday, what I really respected about the game, and, you know, it's, it's a shame that I didn't say it on the podcast on Monday, and I apologize for that. But, again, I was just mentally exhausted. I'll tell you right now the truth, the, the honest to be God truth, I didn't even want to do a podcast on Monday. I didn't even want to do it just because I was so mentally exhausted from what I saw. And all the things, all the thoughts that were going through my mind, I was just like, man, I just, I just need a break. You know, I just thought, you know, I'm, I don't even want to do this show. But I did it because I'm going to. But I know it wasn't one of my best shows. I know it wasn't. It probably sucked. And, and that's just me being, you know, very critical and, and, and tough on myself. But that's, that's fine. At least I have some kind of standard. And, and I'm not trying to take a dig at the Raiders. I'm just saying. At least, you know, for the most part, you know exactly what you can expect from me. You're going to get consistency. And unfortunately, you can't get consistency from the favorite team. And again, I'm not taking a shot at the players. It's not their fault. I'm not taking a shot at Mark Davis. I actually commend him. I commend him for standing up for the Davis values, what Al Davis would have done. Al Davis got rid of John Gruden once. So clearly, he didn't have a problem getting, getting rid of him at all, regardless of what I thought or anyone else thought. And I was really upset when John Gruden got traded to Tampa Bay. I sure as hell was. And I was happy when he came back. I'm not going to lie to you. 
I know a lot of people weren't happy here on the podcast that listen. Oh, this sucks. Oh, he's not that good of a head coach. He's overrated. Fine. I still, to me, he was still a guy that I thought, hey, that's a Raider head coach. I'm excited about him coming back. I think he's going to get this thing turned around. That was on me. That's fine. You know, I, I'll take that, and you know I have no problem taking that. I have no problem owning that. Anytime I could be wrong, I'll come out and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. But I know what I am right about. I know that Raider Nation deserves better. I don't know who the next head coach is going to be. I know there's going to be a lot of options. I know there's a lot of names that have been floated out there. I'm sure Mark Davis is going to go through it very slowly and take his time on who he decides to hire. I'm sure he'll probably have a, a firm even help him. I'm sure he'll have former Raiders help him. I'm sure Coach Madden will probably be a part of it. Coach Flores will probably be a part of it. I'm sure there's a lot of people that he trusts that are going to be a part of this, this uh, next hire. I don't know who it's going to be. It can't be until the offseason. So just know that. Nothing's going to happen before the season is over. And who knows how long it's going to be over. Are the Raiders going to play 17 games? Are they going to play more than 17 games? Who knows? They're guaranteed 12 more. Everything else after that is gravy. I don't know what this season's going to do. I don't know how these players are going to react. I just feel and hurts. My heart hurts for Raider Nation because you are ride or die. And unfortunately, it's been too many times. You know how the video game back in the day, you would say, you lose that's what it's been. You lose. And I don't mean necessarily just the results of a football game. I just mean in general. Another L for Raider Nation. It sucks. It hurts. That's what this whole thing means to me. John Gruden will end up being fine. He might not have meant any of this in a hurtful way like he said in his statement. But it has come out. It's out there. And this is what happens. So here we are. Raider Nation is going to be looking for another head coach. We're going to have plenty of podcasts about who that can be, what they could bring to the table, why it should be this person, why it should be that person, why it should be the other person. But ultimately, it's going to be a start over. You know, it's going to be a press the reset button and try it again. So Raider Nation, like I told my friends, are really good friends from Texas who actually just took off today. I apologize. I apologize that you have to deal with this. Not my fault, I know, but still, as a guy who gets to speak to Raider Nation each and every day, it's only right that you hear an apology from somebody. John Gruden's apology doesn't really mean nothing, in my opinion. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, he gets, he gets forgiven, but people will never forget the situation that he put the team in. <coughs> Regardless, and I know he never thought that any of his emails would ever come out, and the Washington football team who's under investigation, that's the only reason why it came out. But, man, it just stinks that the ones that end up getting hurt the most is the fan base that is the most passionate, is the fan base that cuts the most, the fan base that is there, blood, sweat, and tears, and is ready to fight anyone, <laughs> physically or, or just, you know, verbally or whatever, you know, always ready to defend the silver and black. And here they go again. So, again, Nothing bad to the players at all. They had nothing to do with this. They don't deserve that. Nothing against Mark Davis. He didn't deserve it either. He was trying to bring in a, a guy that he thought was going to stabilize the organization for years to come. He was trying to do the right thing. Somebody's going to goof on him. Somebody's going to say something bad about him. Somebody's going to talk about his hair. Someone's going to talk about his clothes. I don't care. Don't care. He tried to do what was right to stabilize the organization. That's all you could ever ask of an owner. He tried it. It didn't work. It backfired. So here we are.
So that's all I got for you for segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Coming up in segment number three, your calls and texts straight off the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693 is the number. How are you feeling? Well, we'll find out next. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about rockauto.com. been telling you about them for a very long time and what they bring to the table, which is great prices on Parts that you need for your car. You're trying to fix up your car. You can get every single part that you need at rockauto.com. The website is so easy to navigate through. You'll have no questions. It's just like, boom, bada bing, bada bing. Whatever you need, boom, you got it. Just like that. Then when you go to check out, you'll see that the prices are so much better than you can get on at a chain store. If you walk into a corner store or you walk into a car dealership, you're going to save so much money. Be like, man, why didn't I do this earlier? RockAuto.com is the place for you. Not only that, you don't even have to go anywhere. The parts are delivered directly to your door. So as soon as you get them in the mail, boom, go and fix up your car. Whether you do it on the weekend, you do it right then and there, it don't matter. Super easy to navigate. Love RockAuto.com. There's a lot of Locked On Raider podcast listeners that love RockAuto.com as well. And speaking of Locked On Raiders podcast, there's a box that said, how'd you hear about us? That's all you need to write in the box. Locked On Raiders podcast. That's how they know that I sent you and I'm doing my job. Great selection, great low prices. All the parts your car is ever going to need is at one spot. That's RockAuto.com. Segment number three is on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your time to shine. Your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Let's start things off with, I believe he said, underrated Raider, I think. He's calling to talk about John Gruden being gone as a head coach after resigning on Monday evening. Here he is, underrated Raider in the 760. Q, underrated Raider out of the 760. But we really... uh. Gruden's really gone, bro. That is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't agree with his play calling at some, you know, sometimes, um, the emails, I mean, that was crazy. I just, damn, it sucks, man. Cause it's like, you know, we all say some, some, we all have said some stuff that could probably be questionable. I know I have, and it's just crazy, you know, to go out like that. That, that's not how I thought uh, he was going to go out at all. And it's looking like a season where, you know, I potentially thought that we could be, uh, you know, 9-8 and eight or, uh, you know, 10-7. and seven. It's like out the window now. You know, looking like we're in shambles. Offensive line is, is, is trash. Yeah, this is a... This is crazy. I mean, you know, going to have to rebuild again. I don't see Derek Carr staying. You know, at, 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 well, his contract is up uh season after next. I definitely don't think he signs an extension. That's going to be, what, uh, three head coaches, two interim coaches. Well, now three interim coaches. So that's, what, five, six head coaches, four offensive coordinators in eight years? This organization, man, it's frustrating. All right, Q, Raider Nation. There he goes, underrated Raider right there in the 760. And, yeah, man, it's it's a terrible look, no doubt about it. Uh, I feel bad for his family. I, I feel bad for the Raiders, the team, the organization, the players. I feel bad, like I mentioned in segment two, for Raider Nation. And I feel bad for the owner, Mark Davis. 
Again, he, try, he tried to provide stability to the organization, giving Gruden that long-term deal that everyone goofed on. Everyone said that that was a terrible deal. Why would you ever do that? And he tried to do it because he believed in him as a man, and he believed in, in him as a head coach. And it just didn't work out. And you're right. I think everyone's probably said something in their life, written something in their life, tweeted something, emailed something that they probably shouldn't have. But everyone's not being investigated like the Washington football team is. And, you know, if they weren't, none of this probably would have ever came to light. And obviously that's unfortunate. Um, but it's also unfortunate that he had all that to be to begin with that could be scrutinized and tore down and talked about the way it was. It really is. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> but thank you so much for that call. I do appreciate you. Next up, I got a text from Raider Pastor. Good evening, Q. This is Raider Pastor. Although some kind of discipline was warranted with Gruden, if nothing else but to make a statement about what Raiders stand for and what they stand against, I'm surprised by Gruden's resignation. I wish him all the best in the future. Once a Raider, always a Raider. I pray also for the Raider organization, team, and Raider Nation fan base as we transition through some difficult weeks and months ahead. There are more important things in life than wins and losses. That's from Raider Pastor. Thank you so much for that text, my man. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I just think after all the information and all the emails surfaced, there was nothing else that could have happened. He either had to resign or get fired. And I didn't even think about resignation when I tweeted out that there's only one way that this is going to end. I thought it was just straight up fired. But uh, he resigned. Mark Davis accepted it. I don't know what that has to do with his contract. I don't know the fine language of fine print in his contract. I'm not going to try to uh, pretend like I do. I'm just going to assume that it's probably going to be a way to save a whole lot of money and without having to pay off uh, the, the rest of his, uh, his contract. That's what I'm going to assume, but I'm not telling you that that's 100% accurate because I don't know. And honestly, like you said at the end there, the, there's more important things than just wins and losses. You are absolutely correct, and I'll tell you, it took for some crazy events for me to uh, go through, for some tragic events for me to go through in my life, for me to really get that perspective. You know, I mean, football is a very big priority. Sports is a big priority. My job is a huge priority. But I'll tell you right now, man, there are so many th things in life that are more important than what goes on on the gridiron. It just is, bottom line. And that's just kind of me maturing and growing. And like I said, and that's me also going through some things that really help put things into perspective for anyone, not just me. So thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Next up is a quick call from Seth in the 559. He's calling out of Fresno to talk about Coach Gruden and gives a suggestion for who he thinks could be a potential head coach candidate. Here he is, Seth in Fresno. Yo, what's going on, Q? My name is Seth Saad. I'm from the No, a.k.a. Fresno. Um, look, man, I'm going to keep it kind of short and sweet. I mean, everyone's obviously part calling in about the John Gruden uh, resignation. But, hey, man, it is what it is. Raiders don't stand up for that. They never have, never will, and I completely support that. Um, but one thing I will say and someone to consider in the future, 100% um, Byron Leftwich, I think he's someone who has proven to be a good play caller. He's young. Uh, he can start up his own coaching tree, whether obviously we keep uh, or retain any of our coaches. That's That's one thing. But – um, I think that's someone to consider. Obviously, it would be me, but um, sorry, I totally like, torched his last name. Sorry, I, I had surgery today, man, and I'm I'm getting over it. <laughs> um, the enemy, sorry, that's uh, torched all. But anyways, that's it. That's all I got to say. Uh, Raider Nation, you know, much love to all you guys. Everyone stay together, stay strong. Uh, obviously, no one should be standing up uh, with what John Gruden had to say. We should stand up against it and just stay together. Uh, with that, I'm out. Thanks, guys. There you go. Seth in the 559. Byron Leftwich, uh, that's a guy that I've seen his name pop up multiple times. I'm sure he'll probably be on the short list. I think Joe Brady in Carolina could be on the short list. Kellen Moore from the Cowboys, he could be on the short list. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, it's so early in the process, I haven't even started to think about 
uh, potential head coaches. I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there. Like I said, my brain's not even wrapped around that right now. I'm still kind of getting past the initial just wow, all this is really happening, and this is five weeks into the season uh, where Raider Nation thought that their team had a potential and a chance to be special, and they still do. They might get out there, and they might strap up their bootstraps, and they might go to work, you know, and they might really put in a stellar season, and boy, that'll be a conversation to be had, right? That'll be a 30 for 31 day if they were able to do that. I'm not saying they won't, but man, I mean, right now, the air has got to be taken out of the sails of Raider Nation because that just, that was the last thing that anyone, especially myself, thought would happen throughout the course of this season I thought this was a season that was very very promising but here we are and like Pastor Raider said or Raider Pastor said uh, there's more important things than just wins and losses uh, next up I got a text from TC Raider Q's TC Raider longtime listener I just want to say I think brighter days are ahead I like Gruden but we all know this wasn't working long term what he did is his business but my Raiders is my business let's go Raiders good luck to the new coach and just win baby Raiders that's from TC Raider and um, yeah you know I'm not gonna ever say that hey there's brighter days ahead uh, because he's not there because of the way that he's not there you know what I mean if he decided just to step down because hey this isn't working and uh, you know I need to do a better job or there needs to be someone else that could do a better job cool but because of the circumstances I don't want to celebrate that if it makes sense but I do know what you're saying I do know that there's a lot of people that have questioned uh, what's going on with him as far as you know play calling and personnel and all that good stuff I totally get that but I don't want to sound like I'm celebrating something that came about the way it did so thank you for your text Next up, got a call from Raider Tony in L.A. He's calling Monday night to talk about the resignation of John Gruden and the fact that Rich Basaccia is the interim head coach. Here he is, Raider Tony in L.A. Hey, what's up, Q? It's your boy, Raider Tony, a.k.a. King Raider from L.A., California. Man, I was going to call earlier after the pod- after I listened to the podcast this morning at work. I like how he kept it all neutral on the Gruden situation and everything. Oh, wow. Other things have changed throughout the day. It is 8.33 over here in the nighttime. Student has a sign. We don't have a special teams coach as an interim head coach. We have Gaz Bradley and Greg Olson right there. I want to get your thoughts on that. And then I want to get your thoughts on what you think about bringing back Jack Del Rio. Bring back Jack. We basically got almost the same talent as in 2016. He took us to the playoffs that year. Let me know what you think, you. Let me know what you think is going to happen with this Sunday with all this going on right now. That is always Raider Nation. Let's find a winner. Just win, baby. Raider Tony, thank you so much for the call, my man. And a lot of people have hit me up and asked about Basaccia being the interim head coach. And look, he is the assistant head coach. He's always been the assistant head coach. He's more than just a special teams coach. When they hired him, when John Gruden hired him, he hired him as the assistant head coach, meaning if something were to ever happen to the head coach, he would be the guy. Well, something's happened to the head coach. He resigned. So now Rich Basaccia steps up and is the guy. As far as I'm concerned, I get it. Gus Bradley has experience being a head coach, but he needs to stay at that defensive coordinator job. He's doing a good job with the defense. Let him keep doing his thing. Tom Cable, I know he's got experience as a, as a head coach, a Raiders head coach on top of that, but he can't even get the O-line together right now, right? I mean, the O-line is something we talk about each and every day. He, he did it last year. He did a good job last year, but this year it hasn't worked so far. So he's already got his work cut out for him. I don't think he needs the task of having to oversee and CEO the whole team. Right now, in my opinion, the guy that makes the most sense on the staff 
would be Rich Basaccia. I think it, it makes all the sense in the world. Again, that's why he was the assistant head coach to begin with, uh, just in case anything were to ever happen. So, uh, like I said, there is that. I think I got time for one more text, and we'll take it from Raider Matt from the OC. Say, yo, Q. Raider Matt from OC, sorry for the long text here. Want to say that Gruden set this franchise up for success. The coaching staff we have and the talent this team has set up by Gruden. Yes, we lack depth, and yes, we swung and missed on early draft picks, but this team could have long-term success. I think Gruden's play calling in short yardage and the red zone has been what's been holding this team back. Hopefully we can now get that sorted out. Those emails were obviously wrong and inexcusable, although calling Goodell an anti-football did make me laugh. Gruden was a great football mind and set this team up to succeed, and hopefully we don't let this be a distraction. That's from Raider Matt in the OC. Thank you for the text, my man. I appreciate you. And I'll tell you, uh, I'm sure that any time that people read anything about Roger Goodell, they got a good laugh out of it because a lot of people don't like Roger Goodell. But he's got to know that that was obviously all bad. That was something that you can't do, especially the way he did it as well. You know, using uh, homophobic slurs to talk about it was even worse, especially when you have, I mean, not there's no exception, but I mean, you got Carl Nassib that came out very comfortable coming out in front of his teammates, telling him what's going on with him, and then has to learn on Friday or whenever he learned that, well, John Gruden is using, you know, homophobic slurs. I'm sure that didn't make him feel good. He probably didn't, you know, cry about it or anything or, or you know, getting his feelings about it. He probably just, hey, you know, dealt with it. Oh, it's all right, coach. I get it, man. I, I got your back. You know, it, it was a long time ago, regardless how long ago it was. But I'm sure he didn't like it. I'm sure he felt some kind of way about it. Just like, you know, there's a lot of people that feel some kind of way about things that they read. So it's just unfortunate. And we'll see what the team does. You know, again, like I said, there's plenty of time to talk about the team, what they could do, what they'll do this week against Denver in Denver. Week six. You know, there's, there's plenty of time to get in those kind of conversations. Uh, there is some talent on this team, I do believe. Uh, I think that there could be more. I think that missing out on a lot of the, the draft picks that they, especially early round draft picks, not hitting on those guys, like I think that they should have hit on them a little bit better, uh, hurt the depth, and, and depth is what ultimately sets a team up for long-term success. They may have success this year, and it may end up being a good story at the end of the year. Like I said, it could turn into a 30 for 30 if they make a deep run uh, into the playoffs. The team dealt with some big-time adversity and overcame it. I mean, I, I can see the 30 for 30 now. I mean, it just, it, it just is what it is at, at this point. And I, I do think that it's a distraction already. I think that what we saw on Sunday showed that it was a distraction, especially on the offensive side of things. I mean, the defense, I think they did a good enough job, and, and they tried to play their part. But uh, offensively, man, I'll tell you, I thought that uh, it was a distraction. It looked like a distraction. That's why I had the podcast I did on Monday about uh, that game really reminded me of that week three in Washington in 2017. And I think now that we know a lot more details, I don't think anyone should question that. I think everyone should be in agreement. Like, yep, that was definitely uh, a reminiscent of week three in 2017 it absolutely was so uh, that's all I got for you on today's show appreciate all the feedback that I've been receiving uh, got a call from Weston from Salt Lake City that we'll get on tomorrow's show a text from Koala Raider from the 312 Valley Boy Raider he called in plus a whole lot more so I got those calls texts a lot more news and notes of the day who knows what's going to happen next the Raiders are off today so the players don't meet with the media Rich Basaccia won't meet with the media until tomorrow so when he does that obviously we'll bring that to you have that covered like a glove, but I'm sure it's going to be a lot of conversation on Raider Nation Radio 920. There's going to be a lot of conversation on Twitter. There's going to be a whole lot of conversation in general, nationally, on this situation. I know me. I know all the interviews I got lined up to do. I got an interview in Arizona for a morning show at 730 this morning, so depending on what time you're listening, you might already be past that, uh, but I got all kind of different people hitting me up, wanting to do interviews. Someone in Colorado hit me up on Monday night. I mean, it's just crazy. It's, it's a lot of, of you know, want to know. 
I think my guy CK in Fresno at Fox Sports of Fresno is going to hit me up a little bit later this afternoon to be on his radio show. I mean, it just it's not going to stop. It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot going on around the silver and black the next few weeks. So buckle up, Raider Nation. This is where we are. And, uh, and then, oh, yeah, by the way, there's still football games to be played. So I uh, got to preview the Denver Broncos coming up a little bit later this week with my guy Cody Rourke, host of Locked On Broncos. So that's all I got for you. Appreciate all the feedback. Raider Nation, keep your head up high. Again, remember, it's the silver and black. It's Raider Nation till you die. It's not about who's the head coach. It's not about, you know, who's uh, running the rock, who's catching the rock, who's throwing the rock. It's all about the silver and black. Raider Nation, and it's all about you. So until then, Raider Nation, as always, take care of your family, love on your family, and most importantly, just win, baby.